I don't know how this is gonna go. I guess, welcome to the show. <laughs> okay, there you go. Hi guys, it's Jess, and welcome back to Millennial Mama Mondays. Hopefully we are back to our scheduled programming now. Today's episode is going to be a mix of kind of a, a baby life update, and the second part, we are going to do a little bit of a a gender myth activity because, you know, that's coming up soon. So first updates, you know, a lot has been going on. I was sick last week. So I had mentioned in the last episode that, you know, I might be taking a week off because we had planned a little, a mini road trip. We were just going to drive up to Tennessee, Chris and I, and stay with some friends for a few days. Well, Safira, his daughter and his nephews were sick right before, like the weekend before we were supposed to go. And having an autoimmune disease, I got very anxious because I was like, my my body is already like predisposed to not fight infections. So I was very nervous right before. And I was like, you know, what if I get sick? And so, you know, I just did the best I could as far as staying hydrated, eating well, taking my vitamins, but I ended up sick. I got a head cold and it it didn't last very long, but it did last the whole weekend that we were supposed to go. So I did think about, you know, still recording an episode for last Monday, but I sounded like, you know, when someone like covers their nostrils with their fingers, that's, that's how I sounded just regular. So I was like, "Mm, yeah, nobody wants to listen to this voice for a solid half hour, 40 minutes. And I was exhausted. I spent the whole, the four days I had already requested the time off work. So I spent four days just basically laying in bed, tried to eat some ice cream because I got a craving for ice cream and, you know, I was feeling a little bit better. So wanted some ice cream, thought that like the coldness would help my throat, make me feel better. And it was delicious, but I got sick afterwards. So the baby still is not a fan of sweet things and is expressing the fact that it's not a fan of sweet things. So that's a little bit of an update there. I did get my first head cold while being pregnant. I was extremely anxious about it the entire time. You know, you don't want it to turn into something else. And, you know, if it goes to your lungs, it could turn into a sinus infection. It could turn into an upper respiratory infection. It could turn into so many things. So I was really nervous about that. So just the whole, the whole time, it was a lot of anxiety. But I am fine. The baby's fine. It was just, you know sniffles, runny nose, not being able to breathe, not being able to sleep. So it sucks, but it everything's fine. I did switch doctors. I had mentioned in a previous podcast that we were going to be changing doctors and I did have my first appointment with a new doctor. It went great. I loved the office. I loved her. The atmosphere was much calmer, much more relaxing for me and I felt better there. And that doctor did order some more blood work now I had already done blood work for the first doctor and I'm almost positive I gave like eight or nine vials of blood and if you know me like my size you you probably are looking like thinking how did you have that much blood in you to give but it was like eight or nine vials of blood which surprisingly is not the most that I've given in one sitting for blood tests but this doctor said that the other doctor didn't do as many tests as this new place does So I did have to go in for more blood work. So I did that and um, Chris went with me because I wasn't sure how much I was going to have to give. 
and it turned out it was another six vials of blood. So that blood work came back and this morning the doctor called me. Now you guys are hearing this, you know, on Monday. So it's a few days before that. Um, the doctor called and told me that everything looked great, but my iron, I have low iron and you know, I had this problem before I was pregnant. So it's not like it's anything new. If you know me, you know that I was basically a vegan for a very long time, a vegetarian for about 13, 14 years, just recently reintroduced chicken back into my diet and not very often, like it's every once in a while that I'll have it. So it's not surprising that my iron was low before and it's, it's still low now. So the doctor did call me and tell me that I need to start taking iron supplements. I went at, cause I could look at the blood results and I was like, you know, I just want to do something right. Like, I feel like I'm doing things wrong and I just want to do it right. And I beat myself up a lot. So, you know, I'm sitting here going, I am failing at iron. <laughs> like who, who does that? But I talked to my friend and she said that she also was low on iron when she was pregnant and that a lot of pregnant women are. And it's just like the baby takes what it needs. So the baby's going to get what it needs, but it's, it's the mama that's left. Like you need to take care of yourself. So I'm, I started the iron supplements today. Hopefully that helps, but that's kind of the feeling of, oh, I'm failing at iron. That's kind of the feeling I'm having in general lately. And, you know, I deal with anxiety and depression, have dealt with it for a very long time. We talked about that a little bit in a previous episode. And those feelings do, they do get amplified when you're pregnant with all of the hormones and everything you're going through. So my feelings of self-worth, like the issues that I had before of, I don't know if I'm good enough, those are all amplified. So lately I have been really hard on myself and not feeling so great and wondering, you know, am I doing things right? There will be some days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, I I don't see pregnant. Like, where's the babe? Where's the bump? I don't, where is it? And then there's other days where I'm like, wow, I look really pregnant. And it's just, it depends on the day. And so I just get caught up in, I don't know what I'm supposed to, in quotes, look like right now, what I'm supposed to be like, what I'm supposed to feel like. The doctor asked me when I went in, you know, if I had felt the baby yet. And I said, no. And then I got sad because I was like, I mean, should I have felt the baby? And she assured me, you know, I, that I might not, that is perfectly normal to not feel the baby this early. I'm 17 weeks today. So by the time you guys listen to this, I'll be almost 18 weeks. And you know, that it might not happen. And I reached out to a few people on, well, a few people on Instagram reached out to me and I talked to them and because I had made a post about how I was feeling all of this. So, you know, if you are looking for a place to just follow all of my random thoughts and paragraphs of feelings, my Instagram is a great place to do that. But some mamas had reached out to me and told me, you know, they didn't feel the baby until they were at like 20, 21, 22, 23 weeks. And that, you know, I might be feeling the baby, but might think it's something else. Like they said, it, it feels like little bubbles. So, I mean, I might be feeling the baby, but thinking that, you know, it's digestion or something like that. My stomach's gurgling. So it, it could be the baby, but I'm thinking it's something else. And, you know, it's, it's too soon to really 
and it's my first baby. So it's like, I can't distinguish between that. Like if, if little bubbles are happening in my stomach, I think that I'm just digesting food. So it was getting down on myself about what is 17, 18 weeks pregnant supposed to be like, supposed to look like, what am I supposed to be doing? Am I doing something wrong? And it, see, I've always had these feelings about myself. And so when you add like creating a human, it's like my decisions can affect this, this human being that's growing. So I want to make sure I'm doing it right. So I've been dealing with a lot of that. It's like all of the insecurity I've ever had in my life amplified times 20. And it's off and on. Like I'll have days where I'm like, I don't, I don't look pregnant enough. I must be doing something wrong. And then, you know, nothing makes you feel more pregnant than trying on your jeans. <laughs> Cause I did that the other night and I was like, oh damn, like I look pregnant. My jeans almost like it's some of the pairs fit, but like you could tell that I had a, a baby bump and then some of them, it was like, yeah, no, I can't zip up the zipper. So it's often, and the weird thing is, is when, when I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm not big enough yet, then I'm insecure about that. And then when I try on the jeans and can't zip them up, then I'm insecure about that. And it's just a mess. It's when you deal with body image issues and I can laugh about it right now because I know I'll be okay. Like ultimately I have always been okay. I always get myself to the point where I will be okay. And I'm in a much clearer mindset right now than I am some days, sometimes, because it's, it's minute by minute, honestly. But when you deal with body image issues, I don't know that they ever go away completely. I can't tell you they do because for me, they never have. You know, I've had them since I was little, since I was seven, eight years old and would come home and tell my mom, you know, the, the, the other girls in my class are saying they wear this size and I don't wear that size. And my mom freaking out, not on me, but just on society in general. Like, why is my eight-year-old concerned about what size pants she's wearing? So I've dealt with body image issues for basically ever. And they haven't gone away. I'm 28 years old. And, you know, that was eight years old. I'm 28 almost. And I still have them. Some days I'm like, oh, I look too small. Some days I'm like, oh, I look too big. And I get that, you know, it can be annoying to some people. So that's why I don't really talk about it very much. Because when you look at somebody who's my size saying that they feel big, I know people roll their eyes at it. So I don't bring it up. And I'm not going to talk about it a lot here because I don't want to be bashed. I don't need to be bashed. I deal with it enough in my own brain. But somebody being maybe thinner, it doesn't give people the right to make jokes and make comments and make fun of them for it. And I have dealt with that a lot. People love to point out my size and love to make the comments about, you know, when I was a vegetarian, like what I would eat and me being so small and constantly dealing with that. Like it's a lot on a person's mind, body, soul. So dealing with that while you're carrying a baby, it's, it's just amplified a lot. So again, I'm done talking about that because again, I don't feel like receiving hate for, I don't even know what it would be for, but I just, people are very open to talking about certain issues until you look a certain way that they don't feel fits what, you know, you should look like if you're able to talk about them. I don't know. But 
it doesn't matter what size you are, you can still deal with body image issues and problems. And that's, it's still a thing. So just keep that in mind when people are bringing up their problems. Don't shut people down because, you know, they look a little different than you would expect somebody with those problems to look like. Again, done with that topic. But yeah, it's just been a lot of insecurity lately about being good enough to create a baby. I mean, I've, (laughs) we've already done the creation, but to grow a baby, I guess, you know, give it food, give it water, you know, plant the little seed, watch it grow. But am I doing a good job? So we've got a lot of that going on. So those are some basic updates. Uh, I was told at the last appointment that I might be further along than I thought I was by a week. See, what happened was usually they base your due date on the date of your last period, which for me was, I'm sorry if you don't want to hear about this, but again, I'm pregnant. I obviously had my period at one point. I'm these things happen. Like, I'm sorry, these things happen. So my period was between December 22nd and December 27th. So based on the date of my last period, the baby should be due September 28th. Now, when I got my first ultrasound, so I went into my first ultrasound thinking that that was the due date. When we had the first ultrasound, they said, no, you're a week later than that. The baby's due October 6th. This doctor, again, looking at the dates, said you're due September 28th. So I was like, oh, well, I mean, for for our anniversary, for our two-year anniversary, Chris bought me a ring with the baby's birthstone, which is what we thought was October. So part of me, now call me a crazy Halsey fan, but Halsey's birthday is September 29th. So part of me really wants the baby to be born on Halsey's birthday. But part of me is like, please hang on until October 1st. So that way my ring, like the birthstone makes sense. Like don't change that on me now. But either way, the baby is a Libra, which is what I love because Chris is an Aquarius. He's an air sign. I'm a Gemini. I'm an air sign. A Libra air sign baby just completes the trifecta. So as long as the baby's a Libra, it's fine. So clearly it'll be a Libra either way, but it could be due at the end of September. My brother's birthday is September 26th. So the baby could be due around then, or it could be due in October. She said, when we do the anatomy scan, which is actually, since I'm talking to you guys on Monday, it's this week, this Thursday, we find out we do the anatomy scan. She said, then they would be able to give me a more solid like answer on how far along I am. So we're about to find out if I'm actually due October 6th or if I'm a week further along than I thought and the baby might come at the end of September. So that's coming soon. And during this anatomy scan, that's when we could find out the gender. So that is very exciting. We have decided we don't want them to tell us there. My sister is going to meet us at the doctor's office and we're going to give her the envelope with the baby's gender. She is taking care of, we told her kind of like an idea of what we want to do for the gender reveal, but she's taking care of everything. Her and my sister-in-law have all of these ideas and apparently have been already working on this. So once they have the baby's gender, they're going to run with it and they're going to put together the gender reveal, which will be May 15th, I believe is when we're going to do it. So 
I won't know for a week and a few days after we actually have the anatomy scan, which will absolutely drive me crazy, but it'll all be worth it because the surprise will be beautiful and amazing. But yes, so all of that is happening very, very soon. It feels like it's been an eternity, but now that it's here, I'm like, I'm so excited. And at the anatomy scan, we get to see all of the baby, like, all of the different parts of the baby and it's actually going to look like a baby this time like before it looked like a little potato or a jelly bean inside my belly now it's actually going to look like a baby a little baby human in there so i'm very excited nervous anxious scared just because that's basically my personality wrapped into one but very excited my personality is kind of like if you were to pour an energy drink into a, a fish bowl like, you know how in Finding Nemo, that girl at the dentist's office like taps on the glass and like the fish are so anxious all the time because they're afraid she's going to tap on the glass. Well, then pour an energy drink into that fish tank. I don't know where I was going with that or how that came about, but I feel like that right there really does describe my personality. The Finding Nemo fish tank in the dentist's office, but mixed with an energy drink. Yeah, that... <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, now that we veered completely off track. So that was the update. Now we're going to get to the gender myths. So I was doing a lot of research from the very beginning of finding out that I was pregnant, always on Pinterest, looking up different things for the baby, different, um, you know, what I should be doing things you should put on your registry, what you should be buying, ideas for the nursery, all of that stuff. So I've come across many different gender myths on, you know, do you think it's going to be a boy or a girl based on these things? Some of them I read and I'm like, this doesn't make sense at all. And some of them I read and I'm like, oh, I I mean, I guess that makes sense. So we're going to take a look at some of them. I'm going to tell you the myth and kind of what I feel or how I fit into that category. And so we will see by the end if I'm more likely to have a boy or more likely to have a girl. It's going to be like a fun guessing game. We'll see, you know, we're going to find out soon if we're right, but we're going to try this. So this first one I think has like 15. I didn't count them. So I don't actually know the number. But different wives tales. All right, so cravings. It says if you are craving salty, you're more likely to have a boy. But if you're craving sweet, you're more likely to have a girl. I'm 1000% craving salty. Like we already said, sweet makes me sick. So one point for a boy. Morning sickness. Now, I had really bad nausea for the whole first trimester. Now it's, it's fine. Like I just have the regular level of autoimmune nausea that I have always had my entire life, but I never actually threw up. So for morning sickness, I kind of want to put no, I did read another post that was like, when we say morning sickness, we mean that you, you still have it. Like even after the first trimester, because most people do have morning sickness during that first trimester. So again, that makes me want to say no, because like I said, at this point, I don't have morning sickness. I just get sick if I eat sweet. So two points for boy. Sleeping on, left side would be boy and right side would be girl. Now this is hard because I always fall asleep on my left side, but I'll wake up on my right side. 
in the middle of the night and then I'll switch back. I switch back and forth all night long. So I don't know what to put for that one because it's both. So I guess that one's a tie. This this scoring sheet did not account for ties, but it, that's a tie. Next is mom's complexion. If it's clear, it would be a boy. If you're having breakouts, it's a girl. Now, I don't know how serious those breakouts have to be on there because is my acne absolutely terrible? No, it's it's not. Do I get a few spots here and there? I'll go th- like right now. I have like several spots on my face. It's driving me crazy. Um, part of that though, I think is due to Chris because boyfriends are gross and like they like to lick your face and bite you like it's gross boys just don't understand that like we have sensitive skin and licking my face does not help my acne so I don't think it's all the baby's fault like I don't want to blame the baby completely for my skin problems that I'm having right now but it's also not clear I think it's more on the clear side than the breakout side uh I mean, I guess I'm having some breakouts. So I guess we'll we'll put a point on the girl side for that one. I don't know. It's not terrible, but it's also not wonderful. So I guess a point for the girl. Foot size, increased or same? I mean, I, I'm wearing the same shoes I've always worn. Like my shoes aren't a problem. So I guess it's the same. So it says that increase would be a boy, same would be girl. So another point for girl. Uh, baby's heartbeat, if it's less than 140 it's saying boy. If it's more than 140, it's saying girl. Every time we've gone, it's been over 140. So I guess point for the girl. Headaches. Yes or no? Yes for boy. No for girl. Yes. Now I've always been prone to headaches, so I don't really know that that's an indicator, but we're going to give it to it. So point for boy. Emotions. Chill or moody? (laughs) Again, I don't think this is the baby's fault. I've always been Miss Moody, like I'm Princess Moody. But I guess we have to give a point to the girl because I have not been chill. I don't think I've been chill once during this whole pregnancy. I would love it if I was chill. If you are are or have been pregnant and you have were chill at all, you are a superior species and the world should fear you. Because I don't know how you handled all of those hormones pumping into your body, all of the stress, and all of the stupid people around you. (laughs) I'm sorry, but when you're pregnant, sometimes people ask you questions and you're just like, will you please stop talking to me? Um, So I don't know how you dealt with all of that and stayed chill. But again, the world should fear you. You are superior to us all. I am not. I am moody. So point to the girls. Um, Carrying the baby. Low would be boy and high would be girl. Like I said, some days I don't even have a baby bump, so I I don't know. It, from what I can tell, it it looks low, but again, I have no idea. So I guess we'll give a point to the boy, but my belly isn't big enough for me to know if I'm carrying high or low, and I have no standard to compare that to because, again, never been pregnant. I have no idea what it's supposed to look like. All right, temperature. Am I cold or hot? I am chronically cold. Like I'm just, I guess, would that make me warm-blooded or cold-blooded? It's the same with like nearsighted and farsighted. I always mess those up even though it shouldn't be that hard. Either way, 
I get very cold. I'm like a lizard. So I've always been that way. So I guess the, you know, we, we have to give a point to the boy, but again, it's not the baby's fault that I'm always cold. I'm just always cold. Um, the dad's weight, is it the same or has he gained? I guess that has to do with like sympathy symptoms and sympathy cravings and stuff. I think Chris has stayed the same. So I guess another point to the boy. I don't think he's gained weight. I also, you know, don't monitor his weight and don't ask him. So, <laughs> so I don't know if he has, but I, I think he's the same. So balance, clumsy or graceful. Again, some of these aren't fair to the baby because I've always been clumsy. I have noticed I'm clumsier. I, some of the things that I do, I'm just like, I don't even, the other, I think it was on Monday, we were going to pick up Safira from her mom's house. And I don't even know what I did. I was just sitting there and all of a sudden my phone just fell on the floor. And Chris was like, what happened? And I just looked at him and I said, I'm pregnant. That's not what he was asking. He was asking what dropped. But my reaction was, what happened is that I'm pregnant. And so I'm clumsy and drop and spill everything. Um, it's just a mess sometimes. And it has gotten worse. So I guess a point to the boy. I am very clumsy right now. Skin texture. Dry would be boy and soft would be girl. My hands are so dry. I have to put lotion on them because they just keep getting dry. And I'm drinking water. Like I'm trying to stay as hydrated as possible. So I don't understand why they're so dry. So maybe this could be it. Maybe it's because there's a little boy in there and he's making my hands dry. So point to the boy. Cold feet. I don't think it means like cold feet as in I'm getting cold feet. I'm nervous about this. I think it literally means like the temperature of my feet. And that would be cold. So cold feet, yes. So point to the boy because Noah's girl. Again, my feet have always been freezing. I thought that was like a universal, like you see memes where, you know, girls will put their cold feet on their, their boyfriend's legs to warm up and, you know, boyfriends don't like that. So I thought that was a thing, but maybe it's, maybe it's not. I don't know. Are your feet cold? I don't want to know that. I'm not a foot person and I don't like feet. So please don't tell me if your feet are cold, but yeah. Okay. Point to the boy. <laughs> Dad's intuition I, I think, I think he feels like we're having a boy. So I'm going to say boy. Mom's intuition, mine changes every day. I have no idea. Like there will be some days where I'm like, it's totally a boy. And there'll be other days where I'm like, mm, no, I think it's a girl. Or I'll find myself just thinking of girl names. And I'm like, well, is that my intuition? Like saying I should really be hardcore thinking of girl names because there's a baby girl in me. So I, I don't know. I can't answer that one. So we'll call that one a tie too, I guess. So let's see. For boys, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten for boy. And one, two, three. three for girl. Oh, that was way more overwhelming than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be more balanced than that. On that specific sheet of different wives tales, it overwhelmingly predicts that I'm having a boy. So again, we'll see what happens, but let's do another. I did find another one. This one has 30 ways to predict. Some of these I think are the same because I did skim through each one. 
So some of these are the same. Like the first one, this one is, are you carrying high or low? And, you know, we already said that, we already said, I already told you that I think I'm carrying low. So that is a sign of a boy. This one also said, how's your skin? But this one talks about it a little bit more. See, what I like about this one is that it has an explanation. Whereas the other one, I'm like, does it mean this? Does it mean this? This one actually talks about it a little bit. So it says that if you have like a, the so-called pregnancy glow, then you're more likely to have a boy. And then if it's you're getting breakouts all over the place, like bad teenage acne, you're having a girl. Now, based on this one, I've been told by multiple people that I look like I'm glowing. So based on this one, it would definitely be closer to you're having a boy. Because again, I'm not getting acne breakouts everywhere. It's just a few spots here and there sometimes. And usually they attack at once and then they go away and I have good skin for a little bit. And then they come back. But you know, that's how it was before. <laughs> this one says the booby tells it all. And... It says that supposedly if your right boob is bigger, then it's a girl. And if your left boob is bigger, then it's a boy. And I think the last time that Chris checked this, I think he said my left one was bigger. So, see, we knew these misswearing thing were weird. We just, we test that sometimes. So, according to this, it's, it's probably a boy because the left side is bigger. Okay. Now, how much is the baby moving in there? Again, I haven't felt the baby move. It says that if the baby is really active, it would mean boy. And if it's more chill than it's girl, that's funny. Because if the baby acts more chill in your in your belly than it's a girl, but if you're not chill, that doesn't make sense. So the baby is chill, but the mama isn't. Or the baby is active and the mama isn't. I don't feel like that makes sense. You know, that's why these are called myths because, you know, maybe, maybe not. The shape of the baby's head. Oh, it says if you've had the ultrasound and the baby's head looks square, it, it might be a boy. And if it looks round, then it might be a girl. But unless you get like a 3D ultrasound and, you know, some of us can't afford that, how would you know if it looks like a block on it for a head? I don't know. But again, we don't know that because the last time we saw the baby, it looked like a potato in my belly. The pendulum test. Oh, this is where you have to like swing a wedding ring and I'm not married or engaged. So I, I can't do that. I, I'm assuming any ring would work, but it specifically says wedding ring. And I feel offended by that because some of us are having a baby out of wedlock. So change your terms. Just say ring. Anyways, not doing that one because I don't feel like laying down on the floor or bed right now. Um, Linera nigra, it says that a dark line that goes from your pubic bone up to your belly button. I don't think I have one of those. But they say that if the line stops at the belly button, then you're having a girl. But if it keeps going up to your chest, it's going to be a boy. I don't know if I'm not far enough along to have one of those yet, but I, I don't have one. I don't think. Give me one second. Yeah, no, I don't see a line there, so I, we can't use that one. The baby's heartbeat, again, it says it's, if it's over 140, it's a girl, but if it's slower, then it's a boy. But I have also seen people on Instagram post that their baby's heart rate was over or under 140. 
140 or under and they're having a girl so again guys these are just fun myths to like play a guessing game it's not like hard and fast rule like oh my god my baby's heart rate was 151 automatically means it's a girl it could be a girl but it doesn't mean that so this one again mentions the dry hands and that if your hands are dry that you know it's more likely a boy so again we already knew that the sweeter salty one is on this one too I'm definitely not craving sweet. A baking soda test. What is that? Oh, it wants you to pee in a cup and then put baking soda in it. And then if it fizzes, then it's a boy. And if nothing happens, it's a girl. I'm sorry, but I was never into science and I don't feel like doing that. All right, what side do you sleep on? Again, it's saying if you sleep on your left side, it means a boy. If you sleep on your right side, it means a girl. And we already talked about this. Like, I am all over the place when I sleep. I don't sleep in one spot. I can't sleep in one spot. Um, the Mayan gender predictor. Okay. It says the Mayans had their own way of predicting a baby's gender. So they take the mom's age at conception and then add it to the year that the baby was conceived. So if the number is odd, then it's said to be a boy. If the number is even, it's said to be a girl. So I don't know. I guess this could go one of two ways because the baby was either conceived at the end of 2020 or it was conceived at the beginning of 2021. So if it was conceived at the end of 2020 plus my age at conception was 27, it would be an odd number. So it would be a boy. If it was conceived at the beginning of January, then it would be an even number. So it would be a girl. But we don't know because, again, my due date is hazy. Now, I have one of those like period tracker apps that predicts like when you're ovulating and stuff. This is, you know, a little bit too much information for some people, but other people, you know, if you're trying to get pregnant, um, you can't just get pregnant out of nowhere. Like your body has to be ovulating. So period tracker apps will tell you this information or like, I mean, it can't know for sure because it's not your body. There are other ways of figuring it out, but you can guess based on symptoms and what it's saying when your ovulation window might be, which I thought was the beginning of January. Um, so based on that, based on it being 2021, when I conceived, it would be a girl. So take with that what you will. Uh, morning sickness. Now, this is the one that explained it a little bit more. It says that if your morning sickness lasted longer than the first trimester, you're carrying a girl. But if you only had it during the first trimester, then it's said to be a boy. And again, basically, it it was so funny because my mom told me that this happened with her. And when you're dealing with morning sickness, you're like, no, it's never going to end. I'm going to have this forever. But then it literally like stopped out of nowhere. It's like I hit the second trimester and just it disappeared. I do have days where I'm still nauseous and my stomach doesn't feel good. But like I said, I have an autoimmune disease. So that happened all the time before I was pregnant. It wasn't, nausea was not a pregnancy symptom for me. It was an everyday life symptom for me. So that one, it basically says it could be a boy. Uh, The shape of your bump. It says that if it's looking more round like a basketball, it's possibly having a boy. But if it seems more spread out across your waistline, then maybe it's a girl. Again, my bump isn't big enough to be able to know this. So I, I could not tell you. So we don't know. The garlic test. This sounds gross. This is 
if you're able to eat a lot of garlic but not smell it, it means you're carrying a girl. But if you can smell the scent of the garlic, then it means it's a boy. I don't know if it's meaning like after you eat it, like then you can smell it on your own breath. I don't know, but I really don't want to take that test to find out. Like I don't feel like sitting here and chugging garlic seasoning. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That just doesn't sound fun to me. Sympathy weight. So it's talking about, you know, again, the the one where is your partner gaining weight along with you, then it's a sign you're having a girl. If they're not, then maybe it's a boy. Chris has a lot of pregnancy symptoms, like sympathy symptoms, but that's not one of them, I don't think. So I'm pretty sure that it's a no for that one. So that more likely points to a sign that it's a boy. Now this one talks about if you're moody or mellow. And it does say that if you're feeling moodier, then it might be a girl. And if you've been more chill and mellow, then it might be a boy. Now, I mean, I, like I said, I was very moody before I got pregnant. So I don't know that that's an indicator, but I'm not mellow in the slightest. So we can mark that as a possible girl. Ooh, it tells you to look in the mirror for about a minute and asks what your eyes are doing. And it says if your pupils are dilating, it means you're having a boy. And if they're not, then it means you're having a girl. Oh, give me a second. Okay, I don't know if that was like an optical illusion. Illusion? I don't know if that was an optical illusion or some like Bill Nye the Science Guy shit, but it seemed like my my pupils were dilating. So what does that say? It means you're having a boy? I don't know. I have very sensitive eyes, so I, I feel like just like me staring at them. I also have terrible eyesight, so I feel like I could stare at my eyes and like it would look like they're moving. I don't know. So to me, it looked like they were dilating, but I don't know. Blood pressure. It says that there was a study that women's blood pressure was higher at 26 weeks before she conceived. Than, than, it was higher at 26 weeks than before she conceived. And that was made it more likely that she was having a boy. It says you need to know what your blood pressure was before you were pregnant. I do know that I always had pretty like low blood pressure I, to the point where I have gone to doctors and they taking my blood pressure and they've been like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just like that. And so my blood pressure has been higher since getting pregnant. So according to that, it's an indicator. It's a boy. This one talks about the Chinese gender predictor chart. And I did do that before. And based on that chart, it said that it was going to be a girl. So we've already done that one. Um, the feeling hot or cold, we already determined that I'm feeling cold, which is apparently an indicator that you might be carrying a boy. Um, it says getting swollen lately. It says swollen ankles and legs can happen. And then it says that if that is happening to you, it could mean that you're having a boy. I don't think, I'm like staring at my ankle right now. It doesn't look swollen. I don't normally stare at my ankles, so I honestly couldn't tell you if it looked pretty swollen, but I don't think it is. I think it's normal. Um, has your balance been on point? This one, again, is talking about clumsiness and that if you're more clumsy, then you're probably having a boy, and I'm chronically clumsy. So the, now it mentions pregnancy dreams, and it says that the rumor is that the baby's gender is going to be the opposite of what you dream about. I have not dreamed about the baby, but Chris has had a dream that it's a girl. So the opposite would be it's a boy. So I guess we'll see. Another one is headaches. If you have headaches, it could be a boy. We already did that one. The color of your pee. 
I'm sorry, but isn't that determined based on your hydration levels? I don't know how this can be a thing. It says that the color of your pee can determine, or it perhaps means that you just need more water. Well, duh. It says if your urine's bright yellow, it means a baby boy. No, it means you need to hydrate. That's what it means. I'm disregarding that one. Science says otherwise. Hair check. If your hair's been thick and full and glossy, it could be a boy, but if it just like, ugh. Well, it says meh, but I made a different noise. I liked ugh better. Uh, then it could be a girl. I, I don't, it doesn't look like blah. I, I feel like it looks a little bit fuller, but I don't know. That could just be me. So I don't know. Have you been sleeping? If you're sleeping just fine, it could be a sign that a girl's on the way. But if you haven't been sleeping too much, it could mean you're having a boy. Sleep doesn't like me right now. So according to that, there's a baby boy in there making sure that mama doesn't sleep at all. But okay, guys, that was two different lists of pregnancy myths on gender. Based on those, I think the majority point to us having a boy. So we'll see for sure. Again, this, you heard some of these. I mean, if your pee's bright yellow, no. This, some of these are absolutely ridiculous. I know that. Some of them I'm like, oh, I guess that could make sense. But some of them I'm like, this just doesn't make any sense. And like I said, my personality before pregnancy was very moody. I felt nauseous before pregnancy. I didn't sleep very much before pregnancy. So a lot of these, you know, they could be signs and they could also just be this is your personality and health. You just got to deal with it. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I am glad to be back to doing the podcasts weekly. Hopefully that will continue. If you have any ideas for what I could possibly do or talk about in the next podcast, definitely shoot me a message. I would be happy to listen and talk about whatever you guys want to. So have a good rest of the week. I can't wait to tell you guys about the gender reveal, but I will talk to you next time. Bye. Wow. If you've made it this far, that means you kind of, sort of, maybe like me. So, if you'd like more Millennial Mama content, follow me on social media. At Jessicamber is my personal Instagram, and at Millennial Mama underscore podcast is the podcast Instagram. So, like, now we're at the part where I awkwardly say goodbye and, you know, we pretend it's not that awkward. Okay, bye.